0: Welcome to episode seven of the Burnout Expert podcast, where we're going to be diving into that feeling of just pushing day by day. When your eyes open, you're pushing. Your battery has not recharged, and you are just trying to make it through your day. How in the heck are you supposed to get out of burnout? Now, this episode came from speaking with a friend of mine who is trying. She wants to make changes. She is really trying to put in the steps. And she said to me, she's like, man, she's like, I'm doing things day by day. I'm just trying to make it through. And... I'm struggling to set goals. There's no time on my plate. It's like, there's no more time on my plate. And it's this consist, this constant battle of trying to make small changes and looking out for yourself, but life then just keeps getting in the way. And this is what I hear often from those who, who I am coaching who are in burnout. It's how I felt when I was in burnout, where I just felt like I couldn't get out. There was so much on my plate. I was so exhausted. And trying to add anything more to my day was a struggle. And when I would try, it would only last so long. And I couldn't keep it up. Back then, though, I didn't realize what I was doing wrong when I was setting my goals, when I was getting things, when I was getting out of burnout. Now, we did cover two episodes ago uh, in episode four, how to beat burnout even when you can't add more to your plate. So we did in that episode touch on how you can start adding small things in, how you can really start prioritizing. But there's a couple of things that I did not cover in that episode that I feel still need to be addressed in order to help you so you're not feeling like you're getting stuck. And one of the problems is that we set unrealistic goals. Is this intentional? Absolutely not. We're not intending to set a goal that we can't maintain. Our goal is to get out of burnout and feel good. And with that, what happens is that we listen to what everybody says is supposed to help fix us, supposed to help increase our energy, supposed to help us manage stress. I have said this before where, like, Going to the gym, it, it is one of those things that is talked about a lot of exercise, that we say exercise and most people assume that when we're saying we need to exercise in order to handle our stress, that that means going to a gym. There is a cost to that, though, of lots of time travel to and from the gym, the time at the gym, there's such a large time restraint in that. And if you're also going to, you don't, when you go to a gym, just do a 10 minute workout because it takes you longer than 10 minutes to get there and get back. And at the point that your body's at, your body may only be able to handle 10 minutes of a high intensity workout, or it may prefer at this moment, a leisurely walk. So there's so many different factors to really consider, but unrealistic goals, one that this friend and I were speaking of was getting a massage. Now, getting a massage is amazing. You're relaxed. It's that time for you. There's so many benefits to getting a massage. But when you are pushing so much day to day and you're really, your plate is just so full and you're not able to add anything more to your plate, then an hour massage with travel time there and back is usually about two hours of your time. And it's not something that you're able to do on a consistent basis. So. Is that one of the first things you should be adding in? Down the road, when you're out of burnout, when your brain is thinking more, when you're able to get through tasks faster, when you have more energy and you've set more boundaries so there's less on your plate, then getting a monthly massage, biweekly massage, quarterly massage may absolutely be a realistic goal for you. With a massage as well, when your nervous system is firing all the time, then and you're living in a stress state all of the time, it a massage may not give you the same benefits. Well, it won't give you the same benefits as it will once you have worked on. Controlling when you are in and out of a stress state. When you are not in a stress state, that is when a massage can really dive in and do its work. When your nervous system is firing so much, your muscles struggle to relax. Your blood flow is more restricted. Your lymphatic system struggles to drain. And all of the benefits of a massage are not as strong, not as powerful when you're in that really, really high stress state. So you may feel good while you are on the table. You may feel like you are relaxed, but almost as soon as you step out of the massage clinic and start getting into your day to day, it almost feels like all the stress is piled up again. So you've taken two hours out of your day and you're doing something that your body may not be ready to reap the rewards with first. So the one thing as well is setting those, not as I said, unrealistic goals and unrealistic in the sense of the time commitment and uh, and, and how it will benefit you right now is really, really important for you to be, for you to make sure that this really does fit into your life. And you want to make sure that when it fits into your life, can you do this on a consistent enough basis to retrain your body, to retrain your nervous system, to retrain your, to get your hormones working the way that they need to, to repair your gut, to, to get the stress load off of your body. However, that is happening. If it's nutritional stressors that are just even you might be eating healthy but it may not be in a way that supports your hormones or supports stress so there might be some nutritional changes sleep may be out of out of whack there's so many different factors that we need to look into and if your sleep is out of whack a massage is not going to help you as much as when you are able to heal and repair the night after that massage so we really need to to when i'm saying realistic goals it's figuring out which tools, which goals are actually going to help you get out of burnout the fastest from the start, which ones need to happen first in order for others to then have their benefit down the road if you choose to add them in. And so diving into another problem that that often happens is Setting up the wrong expectations. Now, there's, there's definitely a difference between how we think a habit should look like and what it actually looks like. What we wish for is we think, oh yeah, I'm gonna set up this goal. I am going to work out three days a week. I want this change. I'm going to decide to change and then boom, the change just happens. It's complete. I'm gonna set this goal. I'm gonna work out three days a week. I don't know why I'm using workout because most people in burnout actually can't start working out. So let's say I'm going to, I'm going to have a solid sleep routine. I am going to set up a sleep routine that works for me and I'm going to do this every day of the week. And my sleep is going to just instantly start fixing itself. We think that that's how change happens. But the thing is, is that we start thinking about it. So we start thinking about, okay, I need to fix my sleep. Kind of want to change some things, but I'm kind of conflicted on how I want to change this. I, I know that maybe you know that having a consistent bedtime is actually one of the best things for your sleep. You can do all the supplements. You can do all of the other hacks and everything for sleep. But if your bedtime is very inconsistent, then that is going to throw your sleep off. So you know it's consistent. So you say, okay, I'm going to be consistent. This is the time I'm going to go to bed. Now, for those of you that are shift workers, this would be on your days off. Also, on your shift schedules, you can say to yourself, on a day shift, this is when I'm going to go to sleep. On a night shift, this is what my sleep is going to look like. So you set these sleep routines up. But you start feeling conflicted because you're like, "Wow, well, that's my time. I like to stay up later than anybody else in my family. or, well, but there's times I need to work." And you start getting into this conflicted desire about wanting to change. you're like, mm, I like staying up later. I don't want to go to bed earlier. What am I going to do with this? You start really talking about this in your mind and and, and having these conflicted feelings about these, new habits. And I do say going to the gym often because it is one that a lot of people know and understand. Although it's not one of the first ones you should be doing with burnout, just putting that out there. But for just examples on this, we do say, "Hmm, I should start going to the gym more often." But then what we do next is we start talking to our friends about it. And we start reading things online. We may start researching gyms or we may start researching sleep routines. And it can get overwhelming. It's like, well, shoot, if I go to this gym, I'll get this. If I go to that gym or then the cost of things or with your routine, there's so many different things to do. What should I add in? How is it? And we get overwhelmed. The more people we talk to as well, the more advice that we get. And then we eventually decide to change kind of. So we wish though that there weren't any trade-offs and we do start to feel annoyed sometimes that this change that Change actually involves changing, right? We don't like to change. We like to, even if it were in a, a habit that we know is not great for us, it's almost feels like at the time it's easier. It takes less work to continue in a habit that your body already knows than to have to stop and retrain yourself for a new habit. Change sucks. Change is never easy. If it was easy, then everybody would doing be doing good habits all of the time. Everybody would be living this great life because change, if change was easy, we would all be changing for all of like the good things in life. At least I would hope so. And so what we do is we try it for a while. So we've got this night routine. We've decided Okay, you know what? I'm a little annoyed that I need to go to bed a little earlier, or I'm annoyed that I need to that I can't watch uh, as much of the Netflix as I like, or can't play these video games, or I can't get as much work done, or whatever it is for you. You're a little annoyed at that, but you decide to try it for a while, and you try it, and then Netflix starts calling you, or you know something comes up one evening, and then the next night something comes up, and you you forget about it. When I worked in the gym as well, I found that clients that wanted to train with me like five times a week at the start, they were often the ones that would fall off the most. But I stopped doing that eventually and said, no, we need to make sure that this is going to work evenly in your life and not take it over that you can just all of a sudden stop it. So we start forgetting about it. And then we also start feeling unclear. We're like, "Mm, well, is this working? Is it not? I like this, this is working here. We start to get a little bit more resistant and then we give up. As I'm reading this, I realized this just happened to me recently. Um, I'll go through that once I'm done this. That's fascinating. This did just exactly happen to me. And so then we try again and we may work hard without much progress. So we put in a little more effort and we start to see these tiny changes, these tiny movements. And um, we might get a little more frustration though with it as well, and time passes. And you get these ups and downs. You go sideways, up, down with this sleep routine. We're like, well, maybe this thing worked for me. Maybe this didn't. You add so many things in and it just goes all over the place. And then you just decide to consider it, change it and throw it out the window. And, and it, it just, it's so crazy that whenever you do start a goal, what it ends up with is absolutely different. And, and then throughout all of this of adding these goals, in, we do try to maintain this change, but there are a lot of setbacks, which gets to this thing of knowing what to do is definitely different than actually doing it. So what happened to me recently, so funny that I'm doing this and I'm, and I'm like, oh, this was me. I may have mentioned this. I think I did in an in uh, earlier episode where I decided I wanted to increase or like start doing workouts in the morning. And so I set an alarm. I knew my phone is a big issue for me. So where I start just getting sucked into my phone and losing my workout time. So I'd set it up. I had this new program i was going to do i was going to start following this program it was great and i got a little overwhelmed with that program because every single day was something different and so every single day i had to go in and learn what i needed to do and then do it and it was just a lot of learning so I stopped that and I was like, okay, I like a couple of these days of this workout. I'm gonna just continue every day doing this. And so I was doing it and I tried it for a while and then we had a huge snowstorm and I hurt my back. I was we had to get our kids to a curling bond spiel that ended up getting canceled. And I had to shovel our cars out and get the sidewalk cleared before we could go. So I plowed through much faster than I usually would with really, really, really heavy snow. We actually had a rainstorm in the middle of the snow and we got a couple of feet of snow. It was heavy as heck. And I had to throw it onto our front yard about, which is already two foot higher than our sidewalk. And I already had two feet piled up. So I was throwing it four, eventually five and six feet up in the air and it was heavy and I threw it my back. So I stopped working out. I kind of gave up. I was like, forget it. This working out was actually supposed to help me strengthen. And I gave up. Then I tried it again. And I started trying it again. And then our cat decided that it needed to be played with. And if I didn't play with it, it would go up and wake up my children. So I had to stop and play with the cat and it was getting frustrating. Cause I was like, I just got into this routine and it's now where I actually have given up on it for a while because I'm like, okay, every night that I have curling, I have to adjust what it is the next day. Um, we've had snowstorms thrown in there, I've had other things thrown into the mix. And I stopped. So it got all of these ups and downs and sideways. And so curling ends on Monday. I'm like, excellent. Because every time, too, what was happening is I was getting sore and then I was too sore to curl. So I curling is done and I've told myself, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm not actually going to give myself as much variety because too much variety at the start is what is overwhelming me. Now you have to understand, I have a background of 30 years as a personal trainer. It's not that I don't know these exercises or these things. It's that I really need to just get into autopilot when I'm doing this. And when I'm training a client is different, I can sit there and guide them through with what to do. I can make programs for them ahead of time. I can make a program for myself ahead of time, but I decided to try something else and it really didn't work for me. And so I have wrote something out yesterday that I'm going to try. I'm actually throwing the change out the window that I had done before, keeping some aspects of it, which is waking up now while I'm um, just, getting my vitamins and getting stuff. Now I actually have the laser pointer out and I'm getting the cat to run up and down um, the basement so that the kids can't hear. So the cat will be tired out while I'm checking my whoop and aura stats to make sure I know how much I can really be pushing while I get a podcast on. And and that'll give my cat like five, 10 minutes of playtime. So I stacked a problem that I was having during another time of, of what something that I am doing, which is checking my stats. I just need to push a button, be near my phone and wait for my stats to pop up. So checking that out. And then what I'm doing after that is I'm going to hop on a rowing machine. I'll have a podcast on and I've set my goal for 10 minutes. And that is, should be super simple. If I feel like staying on more, I can, but I'm going to do 10 minutes of rowing, The rowing is going to get my back muscles. It gets my leg muscles. It hits my cardio. The one thing it's not doing is hitting my chest. So when I get off, I'm going to do push-ups and I'm going to do my ab wheel. And that's it. This should take me 15 minutes to do my quote-unquote workout. But what I'm trying to do is build it, make it simple enough. And if I find that those push-ups on that wheel is actually not even simple enough, for right now, what I will do solely is row. And if I can get on the rowing machine for 10 minutes every single day, then that starts building that muscle memory of wake up, take my vitamins, check my stats, play with the cat quickly, and start working out. That once that muscle memory starts kicking in, then I can start adding to it. That's when I can start adding variety that, okay, on this day, I'm going to, instead of rowing, I'm going to do maybe a bit of a hit workout. I can start increasing the times. I can change it up somehow, but slowly. And I will hit setbacks too, but I understand and know how messy it is to build habits. This is the same for like building a sleep habit. and just even homeschooling with my son, we need to build a better habit of how we start our day because it is where we are. We have not been getting out enough, and we have not been doing our breathing enough. My son does need to do the breathing. The breathing is how we train our um, our resting nervous system in order to um, not be overpowered by our stress system. And my son has very high stress, being a 2E neurodiverse child. There's a lot of stressors in his life. And so we need to do this. And I haven't been doing that either. So when I set up my morning routine, I also was like, okay, we've got two things to do, just two things. We need to get outside and walk around the block and eventually get that into jogging, where we're going to start doing jogs around the block on that, come back in and do our breathing. That's it, two things. We're going to see if we can do that. If two things even becomes too much and too overwhelming for us, we'll break it down and do the one. So understanding with goals, they're messy. They, we often make such big, big goals, unrealistic goals that don't fit in our life, even small ones. Like I was honestly giving myself this workout that was supposed to take 20 minutes to do, but trying to learn it, and every single day with it being something new. It's like an eight-week program with every single day being something new. I couldn't add that much in. It was too much to be learning every single day that I need to even, I'm going to say, dumb it down even more to make it more simple. So with the sleep routine, you may see that there are so many things to do. And yes, stacking things is... Stacking things is really, um, it's helpful. As I said, I'm stacking, taking my vitamins, checking my whoop and aura ring and playing with the cat, but I already do the vitamins and the whoop and aura ring check. Those are already two things. So I'm only adding one more thing to my stack. So you may make a list of things that you would like to do for a sleep routine. You may make a list of things that you'd like to do to be more active, but just choose one. Choose the simplest. If you choose the easiest one on that list, you'll probably be more successful. The one that, not just the easiest as far as like ability wise from a like physical standpoint, but which one fits into your life, into the stage of life that you're at right now. I mean, I have a couple of friends who are hockey moms and Uh, I don't know if this is a thing in, it's a Canadian thing for sure. We have a lot of neighbors where their kids play hockey. And when you're playing hockey, you are at the rink three, four, depending on what level you're at, sometimes five days a week. I had a neighbor say once that they were at four different rinks in one day for their two kids between practices and games for both of their kids, four different rinks in a day. The traveling, the getting the kids everywhere, I know that during hockey season, these moms, I'm not going to see. I'm not going to be able to talk to. I can text them once in a while. My one friend, if they're playing at a rink, if one of her kids is playing at a rink near us, she may let me know and I may go and hang out with her while she's actually at the rink. That's the only way that I can get together with her. So the stage of life matters. When you are in that stage with your child and going to all of these hockey rinks, then a massage, As amazing as it sounds and as much as yes, giving yourself that hour of, of quiet and peace to yourself is phenomenal, but is it realistic for where you are in your life? Does it stress you out more like having to get there? What else are you not doing in order to, in in order to get to that massage, in order to get to the gym? What are you not doing? Because some of those things that you could be doing at home on a consistent basis, self-care wise may help you get out of burnout faster. So I'm going to get you to ask yourself some questions when you're setting up a goal. First thing is how much will this help me? So we've spoke about that with a massage. If your nervous system is firing like crazy outside of that massage, that's only one hour, once a month, once a quarter, twice a month that that one hour is not going to train your nervous system to stop being in that stressed state. So it's not going to help you as much as it would to actually do something that is quicker and easier that you can do in five minutes a day that will, and you can do it while you're in the shower, you can do it, you can definitely stack it to actually start training your nervous system to stop being in that nervous system. So you start asking first is how much will this help me? The second one is how much time will this take? How much time will this habit take me? And so with a sleep routine and stuff as well, it's getting ready for sleep. Do you want something that's gonna be really long or something that's just quick and easy? When we're talking about working out, travel time to and from the gym, do you have time? What stage of life are you at to go to a gym, do a workout and come home? Do you have the time? Same thing for the massage. Do you have the time to do it? My goal in the morning, honestly, is 15, 20 minutes of working out. Is that what I'd like to be doing? No, I would love to be doing an hour workout. Does that fit into my stage of life right now? Absolutely not. Now I do throw other things in there. My kids, we're going to actually start going swimming in the afternoon um, a couple of times a week. We rock climb, but I belay him. He's too light to belay me. So I don't actually do the climbing. I just belay. And at parkour, I don't do parkour. He does. So I am watching him. So I'm not as active. We do a lot of walking in the day, but that's not enough. I would rather do more. Yes. But that's not what's going to fit into my life right now. When I was in burnout, 20 minutes of rowing and push-ups and abs probably would have been too much for me. My body probably could not have handled that amount of a push. Now my body can. It's just life is dictating slightly different. So I'm doing what I can do that my goal is to eventually be able to do Multiple times a week, a really tough hit cycle in those 20 minutes in the morning, and maybe get it to 30 if I can. As my kids are growing, I'm able to get that time. They can start making more of their lunches and getting their breakfast ready. But it really does depend on your stage of life. So, how much time will this take, and can you fit it into your life? And so, then I'd like you to think of on that scale of one to 10 if you can fit it into your life. So when you decide on your goal, so if you are creating some sort of a sleep routine for yourself, realistically, on a scale of one to 10, can you fit everything that you planned for that sleep routine into your life on a consistent basis? If your answer is less than a nine, adjust the goal. Pull some things out, put them on a list for reserves for later, but make sure that it is a nine a 9 or a 10 out of 10 as far as your ability to fit that goal into your life. If it is not a 9, it's going to be too hard of a uh, of a task in order for you to to eventually make it a habit. And it's no habit is ever easy to add into your life especially when you're in burnout, especially when you're in burnout. So making sure that you are making your goal as small, as realistic as you possibly can, is really going to make a difference. The more that you do get out of burnout, the more energy you will gain back and the more that you will get done in a shorter amount of time, which will then allow you to increase your goals. As I said, what I'm doing for my morning routine, I could not have done when I was in burnout. I could only do breathing in the morning. Thing is, is that breathing was training my nervous system. And it stopped getting me into a stressed state as often in the day. So I was spending less of my day in a stressed state, which accumulatively accumulatively added up and was a big um, step in me getting out of burnout. So start small every single change adds up burnout is a beast you can slay it with one small realistic goal at a time if you would like help on diving into what all of your burnout symptoms are um what how they are affecting you and trying to figure out which steps will give you the most bang for your buck in the easiest way possible for you to get out of burnout, for you to build these solid habits, then I am here to help you with that. I have a couple of spots left in my calendar at the time. This is the beginning of April. There are two spots I have available for coaching still. If you would like to take up one of those two spots, email me, andy at 911lifestyle.com. I'll also send a link, uh, put a link for my calendar down below. You can book in my calendar and we can set up a time to chat and see if we would be a good fit to work together and if that works for us. So know that you aren't alone in this. Burnout's a beast. It takes one small goal at a time to get out. The more energy that you do have, the more you're able to add, the the clearer you are, the more focused you are, the more you get done in your day. And then you are able to add in more and more tools, which starts compounding and increasing the effects of you getting out of burnout. The answer is not the same for everyone. We have gut, we have hormones, we have setting boundaries, we have different stressors in your house, financial stressors. We have um, relationship stressors. We may have ill parents or kids homeschooling a neurodiverse to e child. We have so many different stressors. You may be the spouse of a responder. You may be a first responder. You may work in a job that is a toxic workplace. The stressors that we are experiencing on a day-to-day basis are so different. And that's where it does Start off with us having a conversation in order to find out what your stressors are. Environmental toxins, toxin exposures, body's ability to detox, all of these things. What are you currently doing? What have you done that has worked but you haven't been able to stick with? All of these are very important data pieces that we will talk through. And then together, we will figure out what. With you leading, what you want to start with after you learn what will be the top. uh, What are the top tools that you could do in order to get out of burnout and you get to choose which one you'd like to do, how we do it, how it works in your life. You will lead it with me guiding you every step of the way. So those links are down below. If you have any questions, let me know. I would love to be able to answer some questions. If you would like to join live on a call, let me know on one of these uh, recordings, let me know. And I can give you the Zoom link as to when I'm recording and you can hop on. And once I have done teaching, you can hop on and we can answer all of your questions. All right, that's it for today's episode. Have a great week. Take care of yourself. Burnout is a beast. And I will see you in the next episode.